Thank you for listening to the new Nostalgia Club podcast. I said that, you asshole. (laughs) Okay, start again. You fucking piece of shit. It's the Nostalgic Fright, a podcast from Patrick and Ring. We like movies, TV, and games. Junk food, juice boxes, forgotten things. Nostalgic Fright. It's the Nostalgic Fright. Nostalgic Fright. It's the Poo Nostalgic Fright. Nostalgic Fright. It's just Nostalgic Fright. Okay, it's the Monster Mash. Thank you for listening to the new Nostalgic Front Podcast. I am Brandon Ream. And I'm Patrick Hasty. Hell yes, you are. Hell yes, I am. How's it going, Brandon? <laughs> uh, well, let me tell you this right up top. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you it's going to be factual. And uh, here's how I'm doing right now. I am doing fantastic. <laughs> scream oh <laughs> uh, that's good you're fantastic that sounds good you look good you look healthy do i yeah how do i look like <laughs> you know good yeah there's a i have this i have a about a light what so you can run it about one of those ring lights yeah so i can see it what light I bought a ring light, one of those things that like puts light on my face so that I don't look so fucking gross in Zoom calls. Oh, I turned my camera so it's facing towards the walls and not the windows. Oh, because so, so the sweat drops off your balls. I don't know. No, I don't know if you noticed this, but we we got so much light coming through those windows in some yeah. of our prior episodes. Yeah, that it kind of made me look like uh, shit. You know, you know that scene in Ghost mm-hmm. when uh, Patrick Swayze finally kills the dude. Uh, yeah, and he's getting ready to go to heaven. Yeah, and heaven's there, and then mm-hmm. he turns around and looks back right before he leaves. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I agree. You know, I I just thought I it watched, didn't matter. I watched Ghost so pretty recently. Was that Last part of your? Months. Is that part of your Halloween movies? No, it's not. Uh-uh. No, not surprisingly, ghost. no. No, ghosts should be watched more Halloweens. Yeah, you know, Peaceways, Hoopai Goldberg. Plus, when those guys come out of the ground, mm-hmm. you know, the skeletons. It was the night the skeletons came alive. And they get Willie. Yeah. I haven't seen Ghost for fucking ever, man. I don't even remember. It, it holds up in different ways. You know what I mean? It's like, uh it's you can tell it's an 80s movie, but you still enjoy it. It's surprisingly progressive in some points, especially like thematically and yeah. everything. And uh Sam's a good boy, you know. Swayze is aged pretty well. I mean, Swayze movies. Oh. Everybody likes... Yeah, his movies, his of, films. A lot of Swayze, yeah. I mean, you he know? himself is not aging at all because he is forever 48. Also, Whoopi, obviously, yeah. she won an Oscar. She's great Love in her. it. Love you her. Know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's just so funny, too, because, you know, obviously Demi Moore is a little artsy chick and she's with the Wall Street guy and everything. Mm-hmm. And Tony Goldwyn... Who's Tony Goldwyn? That's the bad guy. He's he's Uh, in a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Sick abs. Oh, yeah. I remember that motherfucker. I just Googled his his ass. It's it's pretty funny, too, because that was a David Zucker movie. Oh, weird. Yeah. That is weird. I knew, but I forgot. But it's like... Is that the same as Airplane? Yeah. Whoa, I had no idea. 
Yeah, which checks out because there's a lot of good comedy in it. Yeah. And the dialogue's really good, and especially, like, Whoopi's great, but, uh, yeah, I don't know why we're talking about Ghost. There's- this is our Ghost fun size. No, it's our fucking quarantine catch-up number four. Oh. Yeah, my quarantine catch-up is Heinz. <laughs> there is that one part of Ghost where Demi Moore's character calls Whoopi Shirley, and she says, uh, I'm telling you the truth, and don't call me Shirley. <laughs> uh, my quarantine catch-up, this is fun, is we ran out of a bottle of ketchup oh. maybe uh, two weeks ago, so yeah. we've just been using packets from our big bag fun. of packets, and it's uh, it's jarring how I, y- you put like two or three packets. Oh. Hold on. Let me finish saying You're saying this. it's jarring? You're taking all the packets, putting them in a jar? You take two or three different packets. They're all three different brands. You pour them on your hot dog, and then you've got three different colors of red on one hot dog, oh, and it that. shocks me every time. I'm yeah. like, what the hell? Yeah. It's kind of like, uh, did I tell you about the time I ran out of dishes, so I poured some Coca-Cola into a coffee mug? Yeah, it fucks you up every time, huh? Every yeah. sip? Yeah. You're but, like... Uh, no, it's kind of fun that the uh, Ghost movie yeah. is one of those movies that's you know, it's set in New York, so you're always like, ah, I go by there at work all the time. Oh, yeah. You know, because they have some good Wall Street stuff going on in there. But it's also one of those uh, New York movies where you see them get off of the subway in one neighborhood. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And then all of a sudden they're in a completely different neighborhood. Yeah, it's like, that's not right. Yeah. There's a part in Ghost that's funny where, um, so he's been canceled. Jeffrey Tambor, he sucks. The guy from George Bluth from uh, Arrested Development. He's just an asshole. He's he hasn't been can't he didn't, like I don't think he touched anybody. He's not he's ghost. Like, he's but no, but he was on uh, That's a different guy. Listen to me. He was on Regis and Kelly once, and I think it was or Regis or Kelly and Ryan Seacrest or whatever. And Ryan Seacrest is like, you know what? Mm. My favorite thing you ever did was Ghost. And Jeffrey Tambor's like, I was not in Ghost. And he's like, Yeah, you were. And he's like, No, that wasn't me. That was another guy who's passed away. And Ryan Seacrest is like, No, I think it was you. And it's like, go fuck Whoa. yourself, Ryan Seacrest. I don't know. Was... I liked the, I liked Sequest. Yeah, DSV. Um, while <laughs> we're listening, I'm going to be unwrapping. I got mail today. Now, this is not sent from a listener. This also, is something I purchased. I love how likable Strahan is. Who Michael? saw that one coming? Yeah. yeah. So I saw Michael Strahan. He's he was like doing it, doing one of the NFL things from his home, you know. And uh-huh. behind him on the wall was, like, all these snapshots of, like, him in the Super Bowl and, like, his career and stuff. And it was, like, cool photos that are, like, framed on the wall. And I thought, how funny would it be if instead of being in front of a wall full of that, it's just a wall full of photos from that sitcom he did, like, 13 episodes of? <laughs> Remember? It was called, like, Brothers, maybe? It'd be funny if just... Very vaguely. That's the only thing that's in his, like, man cave is just photos from his... 13 episodes of his you know, TV show. I feel that's one of the best things about being a Raider fan is yeah. the Raiders have NFL cast or like Hollywood casting mm-hmm. on lockdown. Nobody, no team is even close to the Raiders filmography. Tell me, what are you talking about? A well, longest yard? For, well, for starters, Carl Weathers is oh, a former sure. Raider uh, of... Uh, Carl Weathers fame. Also, Fred Williamson. <laughs> Carl Weathers of Carl Weathers fame. Yes, Fred Williamson. Yeah, uh, for sure. He, he was in a bunch of stuff from Dust Till Dawn uh, and some other cool old 70s movies. John yeah. Matuzak. Oh, sure. He was sure. Sloth from yeah. The Goonies. Fucking Howie Long was in a bunch of stuff. Did you know... There's a scene in uh, 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 that thing you do with Howie Long, the director's cut. The director's cut has a Howie Long scene where he just shows up in a little tiny car uh, because he's Tom Hanks's uh, gay boyfriend. And oh. They're gonna go to a. They're gonna go to a party together. That's we. That's pretty weird. 
I'm glad that scene was cut because I think that's a perfect movie. And I think I would have been taken out of it if all of a sudden I saw fucking Howie Law. <laughs> right? Well, uh, what? You see Tom Hanks the whole fucking time and Steve Zahn. Yeah, but I mean, I'm bought into who they are. They're actors. They're good at tricking me to think they're other people. Howie Long's almost always telling me he's himself. No, Howie Long was in Broken Arrow with Is John Travolta. What was the movie and... he was in with Terry Hatcher? No, that was just 700 Radio Shack commercials. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, they were in... Do you remember, I... you remember Radio Shack? It was neither. <laughs> Discuss. Um, do you want to see what I got in the mail today? No, nah, but, you know... You can explain it, explain it for the listeners. Bishop. Yeah, baby. Fucking cool as shit, huh? Mm-hmm. He goes with my beast. I got a Bishop Marvel Legends action figure for like nothing. I got this for like five bucks on eBay. Kicks fucking ass. Yeah, he's an X-Men. They all kick ass. Yeah. You can't be on the team if you don't kick ass. And what's funny is some of them, like, even Nightcrawler doesn't really... Oh, you like Beast, right? Nah. What? Hank McCoy? More of a, bu- more of a beauty guy. <laughs> this episode's unlistenable, I've decided. Uh, what, what yeah, listeners... because you haven't uploaded it to the internet yet. <laughs> one of our listeners, friend of the show, John Sims, he reached out when I got my Beast action figure and said he doesn't like Beast. What? Yeah, isn't that wild? Yeah. I well, everybody just wait. Beast. I didn't like Beast in the first act, but after that playful snowball fight and when he saved Belle from the wolves, I started to turn a little bit. Yep. That's the one we're talking about. Uh, what have you been up time to, out. man? I tell me about what, tell sorry. me what horror movies you've seen. I'll be right back. What the fuck is happening? He's pull Are you pulling a Jeffrey Tubin on me right now? Oh my god, I don't know what he's doing. Got to mute him so that I don't hear him pissing. He, he Earlier, prior to the show, listeners, it's just me right now. So I'll tell you about this bishop I got. Now, it's the classic bishop from the Days of Future Past. He's wearing the colors almost similar to the uh, uh, what they wore in the animated series. The You know, the dark blue with the, a lot of yellow. Um, and he's just, an, he's just one of the X-Men I've always really enjoyed. I don't know if I put him on my list when I did that one. But on rewatch of X-Men... Uh, the animated series, he kicks ass. He's a little loose. This guy's a little loose, but I don't play with him. He's, ha- he's going to sit, because he's so big, so he's going to sit on my shelf, probably next to Beast, and they're going to hang out. I got yesterday also a, a Andor, a Cassian Andor from Rogue One. Got one of those kick-ass action figures for like 10 cents. You back? Yeah. All right. We're not editing around that? No, I just described my toy. Uh, you want me to describe my toy? Yeah, you pull a Jeffrey Tubin on the show, pull it, put your tube in your hand and jack it off. Remember you that? about that guy? Remember that coin-op operated game? No. Tubin? Oh, Tubin. No, but isn't that crazy, that guy? He jacked off on a fucking New Yorker call? No. You didn't? Did you hear about this? No, I mean, that is crazy. I haven't heard about that. Yeah, this guy who's like a staunchy uh, article, like uh What's it? That's a journalist for the New Yorker who's like in his sixties, just in a Zoom meeting, just started jacking off. He thought his camera was muted. Well, you know, yeah. all what those, a, what oh, a nightmare, ahead, babe. Uh, um, what have you been watching? Tell me the movies you're into. Ooh, uh, we've been all over the place. Um, just recently watched Thirty Days of Night. Oh, Scorsese. No, Josh Hartnett. Yeah, but I think Martin Scorsese directed it. No, he didn't. <laughs> it's a, it's a newer. It's kind of funny too because it's right in that wheelhouse of yeah. Uh, horror yeah, you're right, movies. It wasn't. <laughs> uh, we might lose visual here while I go over that, but it's right in that wheelhouse of horror mm-hmm. movies, uh, or just movies in general from like yeah. 2006, where. They have CG, and none of it has aged well. Oh, yeah, where it just kind of looks like hell the whole time. Yeah, yeah. So, like, a lot of a lot of shortcuts on the gore, and, like, 
it may have looked like okay for a minute, but it did not hold up that well at all. I told you about the Wicker Man, right? Yeah, you loved it. I didn't love it. It was pretty fucking weird. Uh, it reminded so, me of one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Midsummer. 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 Yeah. I uh, let me tell you this: the reasoning that I thought Thirty Days of Night was directed by Martin Scorsese is because the cover poster for it is red and black colors. And so in my head, I pictured bringing out the dead because when I worked at Blockbuster, people would rent both of those movies and I mixed them up. I will They're say just both just both posters with black and red on. them. Uh, we are now 17 movies into October and uh, I mean, we're, we're lagging behind a little bit. Got to pull in some double features. We're going to watch yeah. a reanimator as soon as the podcast and dinner is oh, over. Toy but, uh, Galaxy guy, Dan Larson, and the, yeah. they love reanimator. Uh, I saw Near Dark for the first time. Yeah, we spoke about it. You loved it. Yeah, yeah. Bill Paxton was so good. And it had the, uh, the older brother from Heroes was the main character. Oh, cool. Wait. Oh really? The one that was married, the guy that was married the flyer? to Flyer. Yeah, he was married the, the, to uh, Natalie Maines from uh, Dixie Chicks. Oh yeah. Yeah, he cheated on her. He cheated on Dixie Chicks. Oh. Yeah. Well, now they're just the chicks. Yep, they're the chicks now. And fuck him, he's dead to us all. He's dead. Oh, I mean, he's dead to me. Which which chick was it? Natalie. Which the one's main Natalie? One. The main one. The fiddle the, player? The leader. Oh. Huh? I thought it was that eight-foot-tall fiddle player. Mm. <laughs> oh, God. I thought it was that eight-foot-tall fiddle player. Mm-hmm. French fries and gravy. Uh, then we watched uh, Halloween 3. That's the one without Michael Myers. Yeah. And it was pretty weird. And the main character, dude, is just a raging alcoholic. And they don't, like, really address it. He just always has booze on him. Oh, yeah. Then, <laughs> it's like, uh, I guess somebody was talking about how it's like a 70s anti-hero type thing, like still uh-huh, in there. Maybe. And then there's, uh, there's he winds up infl- hooking up with a way too young co-star. And it really takes you out of the movie. Yeah. Until you find out that she was like in on it and evil. And you're like, okay. Because the second they started like hooking up, I was like, this it's fucking weird. Yeah. There's a uh, apparently a Planet Hollywood in in like Miami or something. And on the wall, one of you know, they have all the things from movies on the wall. One of the things they have on the wall is uh Michael Myers's mask and knife from Halloween 3. <laughs> it has like a poster and everything and it's got the mask and the knife, but it's like he that's the one he wasn't in. <laughs> so like they just bought a mask at like a Walmart and said, "Oh yeah, put that on the wall over at the Hollywood Video." Nice. I love Hollywood Anything video. Else? Yeah, Hollywood video. Hollywood it's one video. of my one of my favorite unofficial Des Moines, Iowa landmarks. Yeah. I'm sure I've been over this before. Is yeah. a former Hollywood video. Uh, in case you're wondering, this is on the corner of uh Euclid and MLK. But yep. uh, you and I ML- have sat there before. Did I show it to you? I have been there with you. I don't know why we were there, but I knew I know that's how I found out about it. Yeah, exactly. Here we go. There is a former Hollywood video that had been converted to a uh Asian food market 20 years ago or so. So long ago that but when they moved in, they never got rid of all the movie murals. Yeah, so it's just Arnold Schwarzenegger up on the wall in the produce Most section. Of, yeah. Most of them have been covered up, but in the back corner there is a fucking Batman Forever yeah. poster. Batman uh, Forever. And it's there gonna was be a, there forever, I hope. The blockbuster that they that was gonna be mine that I basically got offered to take over when I was fucking twenty years old, uh, in Bellevue, Iowa. Yeah, I can't imagine in, why they went out of business. Yeah. In Bellevue, Nebraska, excuse me. It got turned into a, a pet store, and they did the same thing. So it was just a a fancy pet store with like the Nintendo sixty four logo up on the wall and shit. Hell yeah! Uh, did you work well, at Blockbuster during Pokemon Snap? No, I don't think so. Wait, oh, I don't big, know. Maybe 
It was a big deal. I don't know all the what kids Pokemon could bring Snap their memory is. cards in. It was a Pokemon game where you drove around a safari and took photos. I did not. That looks like that came out in '99, and I pl- I worked at Blockbuster 2004 to 2007. Ah, that was my hot spot. Uh, we got to talk now for the listeners, just so they know. We need to do some solid good podcasting for at least ten minutes here, where it's just us being engaged. So, what's your, what's your favorite, your best uh, Halloween movie you've seen so far? Was there one that shocked you? Mm, what was the name of that one? Uh, what's it about? Martyrs. Martyrs, Martyrs was kind of uh, shocking because it was. Uh, it was a movie that took like five drastic left turns throughout it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we watched the French version. Yeah. And it was, uh, 2008, uh, A Young Woman's Quest for Revenge Against the People Who Kidnapped and Tormented Her as a Child. Yes. Yeah. Looks looks dark. And then it does a lot more stuff after that. That's good. Pretty looks interesting. Good. Yeah. Uh I haven't watched much. I've been I was watching Lord of the Rings, uh, watching Transformers the cartoon. Uh, been watching baseball. I watched the last three games of the AL and NL series, and I watched the first World Series game last night. I'm going to watch tonight's game. I haven't watched a full baseball game. I've watched one full baseball game on TV in the past decade, and I've watched five in the past wow. <laughs> seven days. <laughs> Isn't that insane? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I haven't watched uh, too many since the Cubs won it all. Yeah, and uh, sixteen. Uh, mm-hmm. And my, I'm my baseball. Wa- I think moving from Iowa really killed my yeah. baseball fandom because, like, you'd always have somebody to talk to about it, and not having cable anymore. Yeah. Totally. And then just that year after year. Kind well, of, that's what like I've been noticing because with this quarantine, I've been watching tons of sports. You know, I watched all the NBA games. I've watched every football game that's been on, and it reminds me of thir- 2013 and 2014 and 2015 when I didn't have fucking anything. I was poor dog walker. I didn't even have a computer, a TV, and so I like there's certain years like the Cam Newton Super Bowl. I still don't really fucking know exactly what happened in it. You know that? Oh, like, I do. I got booked on a show with Bill and Cini and Gideon. Yeah. Where we were going to riff over the entire game. Yeah. In in the back of Freddy's. And then Is uh that, that no, one crazy. And then nobody showed up. Actually there were like two people that just hung around while we watched the game and riffed naturally. Oh wow. Bill and Cini just bought a car. What? Is he moving? Yeah, they bought No, I don't know. They bought a uh like a SUV looking thing. Looks nice. Wow. New or like newish, you know? I'm tricked. You buy a car from 2004 and I'm like, "Whoa, look at that new car." <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Uh I uh been busy I'll take a work. fucking 98 Pontiac Grand Am and be like, "That's a 98," you know? Yeah. Do you remember that joke I used to do about uh if you drive a car made after 2003, go fuck yourself? Because how do you think that makes me and my 96 Chevy Corsica feel? Any car. If anybody says they have a car in New York, I'm like, oh, your highness. Uh. Speaking of somebody with a car in New York, uh, friend of the show, fan of the show, real and ever, Gideon Hamburger, and myself, we're talking about trying to start a podcast. Because I love that me and you talk every fucking week, and we get this fun time, and so like... Even though we're in quarantine, I feel like we're still connecting every day, you know, or, you know, weekly. But I sometimes like like three weeks will go by without me talking to Gideon. And that's it sucks. So I want to do that thing where you start a show together. Just you're scheduled to hang out, basically. Um, But it's so hard because it's it's so hard to come up with an idea for a podcast that is different enough from this, but also in my wheelhouse and so we've decided what we're going to do is just talk all about the year 1994, month to month. <laughs> and we're going to go down movies. <laughs> uh, we haven't decided what we're going to do yet, but that'll be fun, you know? And mm-hmm. uh, m- what's his name? Mark- Mike Mercadol's got that new podcast. 
And they got a new podcast network. You see this? Uh-uh. Uh, Missing Kittens, I think it's called. There's a new podcast network out there, so that's exciting. Um, Yeah. So it's kind of fun to have these kinds of things going on. Uh, have you been listening to anything new? Has there been any new albums come out that you're into? Mm, yeah. Uh, this band called Night. I think it's... Uh, K-N or N-I? Just Night. N-I-G-T. High Tides and something or other. Uh, can't think of the name of the album. But uh, I've been jamming that a lot this week. It's got some, uh, it's some like hard, like old school rockin', fucking proto metal feel, uh-huh. like okay. some blue oystery cult fucking shit. Uh, it's good. I like how you said blue oystery cult, not blue oyster culty. Like it's not like they're blue oyster culty. They're blue oystery cult. Yeah. How do you spell it? N i g h t. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, you know, what happens when the sun goes down. Weird, I can't find them on, uh, on whatever you call it. I saw you were listening, I saw you were listening to Livin' on a... They're just hard to search for. On three hours ago, I saw you were listening to Livin' on a Prayer by Bon Jovi from your KGGO jams. Was that a fun afternoon? Uh, yeah, it was fine. I was grocery shopping. The, uh... KGGO jams is just my one of my default playlists. It's forty eight hours of Des Moines' best classic rock. Yeah, I I found a band yesterday that I like. They're like a sad bastard, or not sad bastard, but they're like just a normal emo band. But they're called Michael Sarah Palin. <laughs> I think that's a great name. Nice. And I found them. the The first song I heard from them is a cover of them doing uh, "If It Makes You Happy" by uh, uh, Buddy Ray. Or is it Cheryl Crow? Yeah, okay. It's that song, and it's fucking. It's a good cover of it. They're a good band. Um, and then Sturgill Simpson just put out a uh, bluegrass album. Yeah, yeah. And have you seen the shit he's posting on Instagram? No. He so he put his album out, and it went to number one, which is huge. A, a he gets the number one album. Bluegrass is number one on the charts, but number two is one of the uh, K-pop bands, and it's just. He just keeps sharing tweets from K-pop people being like, what the fuck is Sturgill Simpson? <laughs> we nice. need to bring this guy down. Uh, so that's really, really fun. Um, he really then, K-pop yeah. their bubble. Yep. And there's a new uh, um, Mountain Goats album coming out soon that I'm really excited about. Oh, uh, heard that. Oh, and... You heard like the, oh, I get it. I got it now. Yeah, that's fun. He uh, he put out a new album like three months ago that was uh, like one recorded like on a cassette player the way they used to do it, which was all recorded like in quarantine. Like a four track? Yeah. And then now this is like a studio album. So two full length Mountain Goats albums in one year. I mean, I know it's the worst year we've ever had, but if you like the Mountain Goats, you're doing pretty good. Uh, new, new Deftones is fun. I haven't gotten yeah, it is very too many good. listens really like in it. on it, but it's like it's a new Deftones album. Like they just don't put out bad albums. Yeah, they get really good, and they're also like it's funny how well respected they still are, or they are by all the articles. But they still every article written about or every review is like, look, we know that rap metal was bullshit and new metal and butt rock, but it's like. Yeah, you can just leave it alone now. They're just like a good band. Just let them be a good band. Yeah, they are well beyond that shit. Uh, yeah. So I was Deftones are one of those bands that, like, every once in a while, you'll encounter one of those one of their fans. Like, you'll have a friend that's a Deftone fan, and it's like, we get it. We all like the Deftones. You can you can stop bringing them up. You know, at my, like at my, when I go into work, uh, when I have to actually go into the office, it's like a fancy, nice New York office building in Midtown, you know, uh, but I'm the only one ever there. So I just blast music through my speakers and I listen to, uh, what's that album? Uh, the white pony. Is that it? Oh I yeah. Bl- that's the one. I blasted that album throughout the whole office like a week ago. And that shit feels amazing to be like. Fucking celebrities are supposed to be in this place. This is like a fancy like, spot. 
for rich people. And I'm just in here, look back, I sift through all the clips. I love, it's so I good. I love Passenger, that. Very good. That, that is my Deftones album. And I know oh, yeah. pe- other people like people's. different ones. Really? I always yes. assumed that was the one that people liked the least. No, White Pony um, is definitely their best received album of the entire catalog. I but had a beyond huge... that, they have they're yeah. one of those bands that have so many good albums mm-hmm. that so many people can pick their favorite, but I bet most did, lean towards White. Did you Pony. ever listen to now, Ween? Yeah. Okay, do you know by chance the Ween song that is called uh Object? I know they have like a You're million just songs. Just an object. Yeah. To me, yeah. That's it. Okay, so White Pepper. I uh, I don't know what that means, but it's on La Cucaracha. Okay, that yeah. album. But anyways, so the other day I had this dumbass idea to make Weezer, which was gonna be a Ween song mixed with a Weezer song, and so I went and I looked and saw which songs are in the same key with the same beats per minute. And so object and say it ain't so are so I've mixed them together and I haven't put it out yet but it's it's like a minute and a half it's nice. pretty good but no. it's basically like this really horny song where it kind of sounds like a guy's fucking his dad or like he's calling his guy daddy but it's a really good song <laughs> and so I, I I did this as like a silly joke but now I'm like I think I might just listen to this speaking of uh, listening to old stuff. Yeah, I always like getting into older stuff that I haven't really listened to, but mm-hmm. uh, man, alive! You know what I've been listening to the shitload out of? Uh, living on a months? prayer by Bon Jovi. <laughs> no, uh, Phil Collins Genesis. Oh yeah, yeah. I saw you tweeting about that. It good. I, I do love recently played on uh, on uh, Spotify because it'll like quickly remind me of everything I've been listening to. Um, I got I went through like a real beans on toast phase over the last couple of days. Oh yeah, we're like all he's. To, I he look at beans on. Things. It's like beans on toast is like almost like podcast to me because he puts out the album every year. I listen to it or like a musical almost. I yeah. listen to it like as a piece. Every album is a piece, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really really like it. Um. And then I remember that 90s Screaming Trees song, Nearly Lost You. Nope. I nearly lost you again. It's very good. And I listened to that like a hundred times the other day. You got to pee again? Yes. It's the third time. <sighs> we are bigger. 33 minutes in. You're peeing in an 11 minutes a piss clip. I Go ahead. Use, I could use a piss clip. Go like, pee. Tol- Tolma Grain and- chip clip. Go pee, and then we'll wrap up so that you don't have to. God damn it. He's pissing again, so let's see. What else do I got here? Oh, I have another thing you guys can hear. I Another thing I opened today. I got a Fitbit I ordered. Uh, now, this is the Inspire 2. Uh, I didn't get it. I would like to walk. You know, I'm a real out of shape, motherfucker. But I would like to. My wife uses one, and I'd like to see. I'd like to monitor my sleeping with it, because I'd like to see how fucking weird my sleep is. So I got this, so we'll see how that is. Um, also, listeners, uh, let me know. As I said before, uh, Gid and I are thinking of starting a podcast, so let me know if there's any ideas that you guys have, anything you think. Because we, we would obviously, if I start one, I'd love to have you guys walk with me there. Um, I want to thank Andrew and Alex for pushing me to do the more of the, uh, is it a hit or is it Twitter? If you guys haven't seen this shit I'm doing on Twitter, I'm doing parody songs off tweets. Uh, Reem, go ahead and unmute yourself, buddy, because you're back. Uh, he's he's gonna okay. He's touching the screen. Okay, he's almost ready. Okay, there he is. Now, Reem, I was telling the listeners about how listening. uh our Connecticut uh correspondents, Alex and uh, Andrew, were pressuring me to do more of my where I sing the tweets, and so I did a great one for Jordan Cyril's last night. Uh, did you see that by chance? No, I did not. I I only tweet one way. Twitter is one the, way for me, unless you're talking about the, the Raiders. The one I did last night, uh, which I will play for you because it's fucking 12 seconds long, Reem, and I think you will enjoy it most of all. Um, I'll drop it in for the listeners so they can hear it, but I'm going to put this up to the cam- to the microphone so you can hear it. Here we go. This is... 
This is uh, Jordan's tweet. Can you hear it? <laughs> she tweeted, how do you make fried rice? And Andrew don't you, was... <laughs> don't you just what? boil it and then throw it in a skillet with egg? I think that's how I do it, but I think she wanted to know, like, how do you make it for real? And I agree, that's probably the real skill. Uh... But I was like, oh, I got to find another one. So then you're looking around. You're like, I don't know. Does this work? Does this work? And then I saw Jordan tweeted, how do you make fried rice? And I was just like, bucking the heights, baby. How do you make fried rice? Have you ever uh, watched the video of them writing that song? I watched the fucking it's, show, dude. I didn't. I watched, I watched the TV the show. from the show of them writing that. And it mm-hmm. just felt so unorganic. And my favorite was- part. Is I didn't know anything about it when I watched the clip, but uh, all of a sudden they're all standing around and they're all judging this guy who's got this great song for him. Then all of a sudden they all just start joining in, and yeah. of course the, the only black guy in the room goes and grabs the bass guitar. Yeah, that's how he did. Right it back in time, then. right in time to lay down the lick. Yeah. Uh, that would be a funny video to see that happen, to, to do like a sketch of that scene, Mm. but just how much fucking bullshit chaos it would sound where it's like somebody playing there and like, yeah. And everybody starts and you just hear, Oh, sorry. Oh, can you plug that in for me? Yeah. Every fucking band I fucked around in, uh, when we practiced, it was pretty much the guitarist noodling the entire time. Yeah. Rain it in, Tommy. Yeah. See, that's funny because what I'm used to was drummers. It was always the drummer going on some massive run, and then you're like, all right, we've got to wait for a fucking loud ass over here to finish up so we can get back to the verse. Ironically, uh, those drummers never get their fill. Uh, well, okay, I feel like we're doing good. We, we can wrap up now. Uh, I don't think we did good at all. Uh, I think we did exactly what I said. We, we should podcasted edit. hard. We're for gonna 10 edit minutes. around those pee breaks, though, right? No, it's this is the show. You're getting mm. this show. If you, I would like this... some listener feedback. <laughs> uh, if they don't like slightly buzzed Brandon, that takes a pee break once or twice an episode. I'll be honest. I love it. I hated it tonight. I didn't hate it, but I was like, ugh. But I think that is a lot less, I think like a lot of the problems in my life, it's a lot less you being buzzed and a lot more me coming right from work, being stressed, trying to get caffeine in me. Um, Because a lot of times it's really fun. Whatever, two weeks ago, you were a maniac. It was really good. Um, I think this one's shit. I think this is a bad fun size, but I think calling it quarantine catch-up is fine. Yeah, um, we'll have to do some more like, it's because... October, we want to try and do Halloween shit, but this is our third fucking October. It's our third year. We've done fucking uh, 16 Halloween episodes. Yeah, we can't. We did, uh, yeah, we barely got by last year. I don't know about you, but it's funny how doing a podcast, this is our, this is like one of our jobs. It's probably our shittiest job because we don't make any money at it, but uh, I got this microphone. I love I love looking forward to, in December, I know we have Santa Claus is going to play, and fucking, uh, we have the year-end episode. Oh, so it's like, I, I know there's two episodes. How often I keep thinking about the 2020 episode now. Well, I am, because of past years, how hard it was, I have my albums already all made up. I started doing an audio track of, uh, like, the my clips that I want to use and stuff like that. Because I'm just trying to prep. Because that one, if we, especially if we're still doing it Zoom based, that one's going to be a crazy one. Yeah. Um, maybe we uh, open this fucking bubble up, huh? Yeah, maybe. I'm just so scared, buddy. <laughs> I'm a I'll coward. Expand, yeah, especially once the fucking winter comes, man. Yeah. Um, we're going to have I would, more I, peaks in a David Lynch TV series. Okay, Dennis Miller. Touchy more peaks than a David Lynch uh, TV series. Uh-huh. Uh, I had, I'll tell you this. Uh, I met up with Albert, and we had lunch, hey. but we but we had lunch in a conference room, in an office, 
And so we were like a hundred feet from each other, and it still felt fucking real good, you know. Uh, we uh, okay. So I think we're all right today. I think this episode turned out okay, listeners. When uh, the okay piss breaks happen, is a little bit gracious, but I'll take it. I think the first half of this episode sucked. Mm-hmm. I think the the middle half was good. This last half is fine. I think um, it all un- sucked. Every fucking bit of it sucked. But our undeniably infectious uh, personalities really just carried this fucking turd of a podcast across the finish line. That is, are you just are you talking about today's episode or every single episode we've ever fucking? Why do they call it the finish line and not the Norway line? Do you think that ever pisses them off? Why do they call it the finish line and not the Swedish line? Do it again. Uh, okay. Uh, I think we're okay. That's pretty good. Tell uh, me a fact about Finland. All Swedish, no Finnish, baby. <laughs> Just like me. Uh, I uh, I think we had a fun episode. Uh, listeners, uh, this is a good one. We are really appreciative of you. God damn. I've been feeling a, a real... Uh, uh, at work, at my job, my day job, we'll call it, I get busy... Once every quarter for like yeah. really, really busy. And right now I'm in the midst of that really busy portion. And the literally the thing keeping me going today and yesterday at work was knowing we were going to do this fun size tonight. And I that sounds corny, but it's true. Knowing that I was going to get to talk to you, I was going to get to edit it and put it out to the listeners and then see their feedback and stuff. So thank you for that. I think that's wonderful. Absolutely. Um, I'm excited uh, you, about bringing back old guests Oh, now that yeah, we open that fucking floodgate, baby. I love the idea of just like of like just thinking back on episodes I really loved with guests I really loved that I forget. Like I forget that Maria Wojcikowski's episode was really really good, and it was recorded like in your bedroom. It might have been one of the first on the new mics or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. But it was forever ago. Um, and so like getting her back on and I think, then like I think her Aaron, or course, Jen were the first in the bedroom. It might have been the same day. It was the same. Very if likely. It, wasn't, it was two weeks apart. Because that, the, was, yeah. that was the banking days. We only recorded a handful in that bedroom. Yeah. Agent Cody banking episodes. No, Andy we did, Bankin. We did a decent amount in that bedroom. We got about. Uh, or no, did we not? True? I don't think no, so. We, no, we didn't. Because we did. We, I moved out room? of that place in August of our first year. Yeah, and we started potting. in April. Yeah, so all the that's banking so funny episodes how good were we were. We had like nineteen episodes banked up before we started dropping them. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's pretty fun if you go back and look audio. at our uh, the very beginning of our Instagram page, where it's like every day it was like forty five days until the nostalgic yeah. front drops, and, and then like and then now three, I'll I'll and, post. Yeah, and Bill and Cindy was like, yeah. I'll post an episode and just write, I don't fucking like this social media platform will be the only caption underneath it. Yeah, I used, uh, to, pay, I used to pay for the Facebook ads. Mm-hmm. It was like three bucks and you can reach a thousand people. I've done that for road shows and stuff and it just yeah, never fuck that. seems right. You know, I'm not. Fuck it. We got our I'll people. Never, I'm never giving Facebook goddamn money again. I never will. You know, fuck yeah. them. I hope Mark Zuckerberg drowns. He does so not take the... good photos. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, every time, picture of him every on the photo board? of Mark Zuckerberg looks like somebody captured him in the middle of a bad Adam Sandler impersonation. Like have he was you... going, Zuckerberg! <laughs> and then have they took a picture. picture of him on the paddle board? And he's got the the sunscreen all over his face. Yeah, I I edited a shark jumping out of the water behind him, and it looked so good. But nobody cared because at that point, also, everyone was doing memes. Yeah. Also, the Social Network was a dumb fucking movie. I'm all right with the movie, but whatever. We don't need to talk about. It's too late to get into a new topic. Tell the listeners where they can find you, bud. Reamcor, R-E-A-M-K-O-R-E. Also, you can find me in the bathroom every 15 minutes when I'm drinking. Every 11 minutes on the hour at the hour. Yeah. 
Uh, goddamn, yeah. Uh, Bud Light of Fire. This is exciting, listeners. I cannot believe I'm about to announce this. But if you're in the New York area, this comes out the day after this comes out, Friday, okay? Friday, October 23rd. Oh, yeah, Megan I have a stand-up comedy show that I am doing in Prospect Park. Now, that alone blows my mind. I'm making soup. But listeners... If you're in New York this weekend, I have a show Friday in Prospect Park. I have another show Saturday in Gowanus. Two shows in two days after having one show in eight months. What do you... Guys, New York is healing. What do you do? What bits do you do? Do you do new stuff? I'm so scared. I don't know. Because when I did Wacky Shack, it was really fun, but it was all adrenaline. Uh, this one is like, I'm on with like Mike and like a, par- uh, uh, a Parna and like people who like know how to do stand up. So like, I'm literally going to write all day and like, like figure out my set list and stuff. I'd be losing it, man. I don't know how yeah, to do it. I, I don't know how to do it again. But you're at least lucky because you have jokes. So I feel like you could go as yeah. long as you get over the hump or the nerves, at least your material is tried and true and ready. Your jokes are there. Your jokes are going to get laughs no matter what. I am, like, re- trying to remember the bit. I did a bit at Wacky Shack um, two months ago just that I started the joke. Off. Just remember, forgot it completely where it went. No idea. Uh, I did the God's Country thing because that's the only thing I remember, you know? I tried telling uh, one of my old jokes to my girlfriend last night, and it yeah. took me five minutes. No, it's over your head because it's foreskin. Mm-hmm. Four skin? Uh, what do they think of next? Five skin? Something I'm really doing, though, is looking at old jokes. And, like, what I just mentioned, the thing about the car, like, uh, if you drive a car made past 2004, how do you think that makes me feel? As I sit in my Chevy Corsica from 96 in a Target parking lot waiting for a jump? Like, I think I'm just going to start doing all those jokes whenever the world comes back. Whenever the world comes back, I have the entirety of 10 years of comedy I'm going to use. No more of this being precious with my newest favorite stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, ten God years. Right. Ten years with an asterisk. Oh, I I've almost tweeted that that this is our asterisk year. We're like the Astros. Uh, goddamn. Okay, well, how about those Rays though? Huh? It's fun. Dodgers won last night. Then Dodgers just have so much money. There are two players on the Dodgers that make as much money as the entire Ray, uh, Rays team. Doesn't that right suck? On. Yeah. When, what, what about the Egons and the Vankmans? Oh, yeah. That's fun. Wouldn't that be yeah. cool if all of them, the Palm Beach, uh, if their like, AAA team was like the also, Palm Beach Vankmans? Did people in Brooklyn back in the earliest 20th century have to actually dodge Subway cars? Were they it just like everywhere? Cars. It was. Uh, it wasn't subway cars. It was like trolleys, street cars, trolleys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were they named? That's what as... they're. That's what they would call them. Like you know, like every once in a while they'll refer to people as strap hangers. Yeah, people who ride the subway. They call them. That's what you Dodgers call me. Was <laughs> the Dodgers were the same term? It was like for people who walked the streets or like kids in the streets of Brooklyn were called yeah. Dodgers because they were there's, always jumping out of the way. Of the there's trolleys. a really good. I think it was this American Life. Or uh, uh, what's that other great one? It couldn't have been the other one because that's about science too often. Radio yeah. Lab, but Radio one Lab. of those two has a fantastic episode about the Brooklyn Dodgers and just uh, the there's a constant uh, disappointment. There's a good episode on. Uh, there's a good movie on HBO Go about them, a documentary. Um, that's got to be the show, buddy. Uh, if you're a fan. Uh, get on the Patreon. Give us a dollar. Give us two dollars. Give us five dollars. You don't have to, but you know how it is. If you got any old toys you don't want, mail them to me or Reem. Uh, we're having fun out here. We I are. don't know. I hope these are listeners listenable because I feel like our podcast is hitting a new. We're 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 entering a new uh, era. An um, era of not giving a fuck. It's not necessarily an era of not giving a fuck. What? Here's honestly what I think it More is. More like this might really. Sound, we're what. What I think this is more likely is 
I think we got great at having a podcast, and then the pandemic started, and we fucking sucked forever again. And I think now we're good at doing this. You know, I, I think, think we're, ne- yeah. You know, even though we talk over each other still, but I think mm. we're good at doing, especially with a guest. So yeah. Many times I'm listening. It's like, edit again. Get it. And brother, I edit too. Like I try to go in and stop that. So like that's just how hard it is. But you can go take a piss, and it's not the end of the world. Whereas like if we were in the studio, we we probably wouldn't do that. Um. So okay. Get on the Patreon. Tell your friends. Be cool. Never die. And as always, remember, if you're not an NFer, you're an MFer. So, so get, get the, the fuck out of here. And now, please enjoy Weenzer. Just an object to me. Oh, yeah. I'd like to get to know you better. All right. Paste you across my body. Feels good. You're just an object to me. You're just a piece of me. Oh, yeah. an object to me Obscure and yet thoughtful. I love this podcast.